Good morning, I'm Debbie Cruz. It's Friday, May 26. A probe into a Navy SEAL's death shows multiple failures led to a number of trainees being put at risk. More on that next, but first, let's do the headlines. An outside report has found major flaws in the way the Cal State system handles sexual harassment and discrimination complaints. The report found that the CSU system lacks the resources to handle the complaints and that the chancellor's office doesn't track sexual harassment and misconduct cases across the system. The findings also revealed a low number of investigations into complaints, and most investigations had no formal resolution. If you're planning to travel this holiday weekend, airport officials suggest planning ahead. Airport officials say they've seen a 12% increase in passengers this year compared to last year, and now the start of the busy summer travel season is here. Terminal 1 construction is causing extra congestion at the airport and on some nearby roads. It's also limiting parking at the airport. The airport authority suggests arriving at the airport early and making parking reservations or getting dropped off or using a rideshare service. Also this weekend, CHP officers will be on the lookout for drivers under the influence that made nearly 900 DUI arrests in the state over Memorial Day weekend last year. During the three-day period, 45 people were killed in traffic crashes statewide. That's a nearly 30% increase from the same weekend in 2021. The CHP's annual maximum enforcement period will begin today at 6 p.m. and run through 11.59 p.m. on Monday. From KPBS, you're listening to San Diego News Now. Stay with me for more of the local news you need. Hi, I'm Bill Hohen. And I'm Ted Hohen. Over the past 50 years, our family has brought many world-class dealerships to Carlsbad, including Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Audi, Honda, Acura, Jaguar, and Land Rover. That's right. This year we're celebrating 50 years in Carlsbad. So on behalf of the entire Hohen family, we want to thank San Diego. Throughout the years, We've taken tremendous pride in meeting and even exceeding our customers' automotive needs. We value the relationships with our clients and look forward to serving you for years to come. We invite you to visit one of the Hohen Carlsbad dealerships or hohenmotors.com. More than 15 months after a Navy SEAL candidate died during training at Naval Base Coronado, an investigation says multiple failures led to a number of trainees being put at high risk of serious injury, including undetected use of performance-enhancing drugs among sailors. Military reporter Andrew Dyer has more. 24-year-old seaman Kyle Mullen finished Hell Week at the Navy's basic underwater demolition SEAL school, or BUDS, in rough shape. Hours after successfully finishing the five-and-a-half-day training, he was found unresponsive in his barracks room. An hour and a half later, he was pronounced dead at Sharp Coronado Hospital. An autopsy found he had water in his lungs and died of bacterial pneumonia. A previous investigation found Mullen and several trainees were using PEDs, such as steroids, to get through training, something that also could have contributed to his death. 
An investigation released Thursday afternoon by the Navy found a myriad of failures by naval personnel at BUDS. Two former SEAL commanders were identified in the investigation for their lack of oversight as BUDS attrition rates climbed. The Navy says several recommended changes have already been implemented in SEAL training. Andrew Dyer, KPBS News. The Convoy Street Corridor in Kearney Mesa is known as the heart of the AAPI community in San Diego. Reporter Melissa May tells us about a major revitalization in the area. The Convoy Asian Cultural District is adding a 531-unit apartment and mixed-use building where the Dixie Line Lumber Store used to be. City Council Member Kent Lee says he hopes the housing will help support the AAPI small businesses in the community. I think housing is really important for every neighborhood. I think when we think of many of our core neighborhoods in San Diego that have sort of grown in their identity, having residents living there is a critical part of it. Along with housing, the 3.4 miles of roads in the district are going to be completely repaired, and a convoy parking district will be built. All of these improvements are part of the Kearney Mesa Community Plan that is helping to transform the area from a business focus into a community where people will live, work, and play. Melissa May, KPBS News. Kumba Fest is a celebration of Black American culture. It will be held in San Diego's newly formed Black Arts and Culture District for the first time this weekend. Reporter Katie Heisen looked into its significance. Ten children file into the office of Rancho Mission Trail's apartments to rehearse their play for this year's Kumba Fest. Seventh grader Dwayne Rue, who plays the Big Brother Panther, explains the plot. And we have to go uh, get the golden rule to open back up our 7-Eleven so we could get our food because somebody has stolen our gratitude. He says the play taught him African-American history he didn't learn in school, like how traitors would break the wills of enslaved people so they didn't rebel. I, I feel like my teachers, my history teachers, they wouldn't really tell me that. They probably think, oh, he's not going to do anything with that information. Second grader Langston Coleman plays Dwayne's little brother, Panther. I'm nervous and excited. The script gets into some pretty high-level themes, but Langston doesn't let hard words stop him. Low-level consciousness. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And he gets help from the older students, like 11th grader Dorcas and Duma. Our beloved, you must push your differences aside. Dorcas has been participating in Kumba Fest since fifth grade. She says it offered her belonging after she immigrated from East Africa. It's like, oh my gosh, you're my people. Um, I want to be surrounded by you and stuff like that. And so at first it was hard for me because I didn't see that space. But then once I was like, oh my gosh, you guys are actually here. The performances even include Swahili, which Dorcas speaks. We have self-determination. The children are embracing the motto of the festival, Kujichagolia, self-determination. For years, Kumba Fest was held downtown. This year, it's moving to the newly formed Black Arts and Culture District, which stretches from 61st to 69th Street on Imperial Avenue, including landmarks like the trolley tracks, Imperial Barber Shop, graffiti gardens, and the Boys and Girls Club. 
It's the culmination of more than 30 years of advocacy, and it offers the community an antidote to negative portrayals of Black Americans, says Kumba Fest founder Dahan Blevins. When young people leave, they're not saying, oh, I'm going to be Superman, I'm going to be Batman. When they're playing, they incorporate Imhotep, Shaka Zulu, Nzinga. And Blevin says the district combats the myth of Southeast San Diego, which was created through redlining and systemic racism. Instead of saying Encanto, Emerald Hills, uh, Webster, Valencia Park, Skyline, we were relegated to just being Southeast. And the more we were relegated to that, the more the politicians began to believe in that, the more the media, I don't care what community would happen in the media would say in Southeast San Diego, there was a drive-by. He's been leading a charge to end that. We had a casket called Southeast and did a funeral service to end that, that, that negativity and that negative uh, vibe. And so now we're rebranding. There are places to celebrate cultures in historic neighborhoods across San Diego, like Little Italy and Chicano Park. Why was an area where Black people lived, as Blevins asks, called the hood? Blevins says they've been pushing for a Black arts and culture district since the 90s, but the city never approved it until after the movements that followed George Floyd's murder. He sees holding Kumba Fest in the new district as a way to change the city's relationship with these neighborhoods. Our art, our culture, our music, our dance, our expression. When we do events that showcases that, everybody comes. For free this weekend, the entire community is invited to the Black Arts and Culture District to witness concerts, dancing, theater, and the embodiment of decades of Kuji Chagulia. Katie Heisen, KPBS News. Coming up, we have you covered with some plans for the holiday weekend. We'll have that and more just after the break. I'm Bill Hohen. And I'm Ted Hohen. Over the past 50 years, our family has brought many world-class dealerships to Carlsbad, including Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Audi, Honda, Acura, Jaguar, and Land Rover. That's right. This year we're celebrating 50 years in Carlsbad. So on behalf of the entire Hohen family, we want to thank San Diego. Throughout the years, We've taken tremendous pride in meeting and even exceeding our customers' automotive needs. We value the relationships with our clients and look forward to serving you for years to come. We invite you to visit one of the Hohen Carlsbad dealerships or hohenmotors.com. My colleague Jade Heinemann spoke with arts producer Julia Dixon-Evans about her suggestions on a few music events to check out this weekend. Well, let's start with the North Park Music Festival. It comes to North Park and the little mini park. It's this weekend, a two-day festival. 
So there's a lot of bands. It's pretty indie and rock heavy. Um, headlining Saturday is a band called Mr. Tube and the Flying Objects. It's a project from Paul Jenkins, who he's famous for bands like Three Mile Pilot and the Black Heart Procession. So some of those big, iconic San Diego indie bands from the 90s. And then headlining on Sunday is a band called L1011, also playing our Wild Wild Wets, Dead Feather Moon, and this L.A. singer, Kate Clover. I love her sort of punk energy. This one is called Your Phone's Off the Hook, But You're Not. Advanced tickets for the North Park Music Festival are $45 each day, which makes the two-day pass a pretty good deal at $60. And here's a different musical performance. The San Diego Symphony is doing a special concert this weekend at the Shell to close out their current season. And it involves Venezuelan folklore and some visual elements like costumes, video, light, and film. What do you know, Julia? So they're performing work by two Venezuelan composers. There's Evencio Castellanos and Antonio Estevez. And this right here is Estevez's Cantata Criola, which was written in 1954. The piece is inspired by this mythic poem about a man who gets into a singing contest with the devil, and it's structured in this Venezuelan Joropo style. And they'll be joined by some solo choral singers as well as the San Diego Master Chorale. It'll be accompanied by a film by Venezuelan filmmaker Alberto Arvelo that will be kind of projected behind the symphony as they play. I've seen a little clip of this film. It's beautiful. It's a black and white film. It's really evocative, and it plays up the gravity and the suspense of this music. So it's all this huge celebration of Venezuelan art, which is fitting for our Venezuelan-born maestro, Rafael Piare. It's also a really impressive, big showy way to close out the season. There's two shows, Friday and Saturday nights at 7.30. That was arts producer and editor Julia Dixon-Evans speaking with KPBS Midday Edition host, Jade Hindman. You can find details on all of the events mentioned and more events at kpbs.org arts. And before you go, I've got the scoop on a new ice cream shop opening in La Jolla. Salt and Straw is opening its third store in San Diego today at the Westfield UTC Shopping Center. The company makes handmade ice cream in unique flavors, including ones that draw the feel of the local environment. Only this weekend, you can taste their custom flavor made in collaboration with chef Brian Malarkey. So check it out, because come on, ice cream, you scream, we all scream for ice cream. That's it for the podcast today. This podcast is produced by KPBS producer Emmalyn Mohebi and edited by KPBS senior producer Brooke Ruth. We'd like to thank KPBS web producer Laura McCaffrey for helping the podcast team this week. As always, you can find more San Diego news online at kpbs.org. I'm Debbie Cruz. Thanks for listening and have a great holiday weekend. We'll be back on Tuesday. <laughs>